everyone, and welcome to episode number 54 of the SpoilerCast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm joined here by Tristan. I just realized I'm the only single member of this crew. And Allie. <laughs> I'm laughing at Tristan's pain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Lonely, lonely yeah. pain. That's... I am now the only member of this crew who is not currently engaged in a romantic right. relationship. And Tristan's, of course, speaking of the extended, the the three-headed boy extended universe, because uh, not everybody here the is cinematic on the podcast. Universe. Yeah, the three-headed boy cinematic universe. Um, now with no flash. Uh, so anyway, what is the spoiler cast? It's your look at like a movie. Oh, and Ellie's here too. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I actually don't. Me- okay, you didn't that's a lie. Allie. I yeah. like laughing yes, at I Tristan. I said and Allie. Oh. Yay. Okay. Right? I absolutely said and Allie and you laughed, right? That was your introduction. Oh. <laughs> uh, now, now I'm going to spend the rest of the episode with anxiety that I didn't introduce Allie. No, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure I did. I think Tristan was just wallowing yeah. in his own yeah. self-pity. <laughs> and when I go back and edit it, if I haven't introduced y'all, I feel like the just worst person. Just slide it right in there. Right. Yeah. Speaking anyway. of sliding things right in there, which I'm not doing right now. Oh. Oh, my Lord. I'm so lonely. Uh. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, before we get into that, the spoiler cast is your... <laughs> Is your uh, your look at like a movie, a TV show, or a game? Something we've been playing that's kind of come out recently, um, that we've that we've completed, and we kind of talk in full about it, spoil the crap out of it, and kind of tell us about our thoughts, and you can compare them to your own, and it's really fun and exciting. And on today's episode, we are talking about Death Note. Death the... Note, the anime, you say? Oh no, not Death Note, the anime. Death, Death Note, Note, the, the Netflix... live action Japanese the... movie? No, no. No, we're in fact talking about Death Note, the. Net, made for Netflix, which I guess we can call made for TV these days. Made uh, for TV, Western adaptation. Western adaptation of Death Note that just came out recently. This is going to be a bad one, guys. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about the other versions of the media. Oh yeah, we will. It's impossible not to. I've seen so many yeah, people right. say, oh, yeah. "No, you have to look at the movie separate from the manga." And, and anime. I'm like, you can't. Even though. S- you can't though, and even if you do look at it separately, it still doesn't work. Yeah, it's still fact, a bad movie. <laughs> And not even fun, I, bad, just just bad. Right. I laughed. At, I was laughing at the points where I shouldn't be laughing. Right. And I was cringing at the moments that were supposed to be good. I would also say that if you don't compare it to, like, if you were able to shut your brain off to, like, the I original series, I wish I could have shut my brain off during this whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. But but if you were able to set totally forget about the other adaptations of Death Note it while still watching this fails. movie, it would make less sense. I think there's there's parts of this movie. That rely on you knowing it. Right. Like, like if I didn't know what L was like. You'd be like, who's that I would fucking be like, douche? I'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? What is this person doing? <laughs> I like, mean, I ended up saying what Ali just said anyway. <laughs> like, I feel While watching like, this movie. <laughs> I feel like, like, maybe. Like, maybe if instead of a movie, they tried to do it as a Netflix series. Maybe it would have worked better. Maybe. Uh... Like if they had some more time in between stuff. So the problems but... start with Light Turner, <laughs> <laughs> whose name is explained away because his mom was a bit of a hippie, yeah. quote unquote. <laughs> Tristan, I need you to do me a big favor before we continue, though. Yeah. I need you to gobble that microphone like Ryuk gobbles apples, please. <laughs> I'm pretty freaking close to it already. Yeah. Well, just I'll shove it in your mouth. Way. <laughs> I turned it up a little bit. Okay. You're not right up close to the mic. You're talking over top of the mic. Anyway. Just lay down uh, on the floor. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wallow in my own self pity. <laughs> Eat those apples. God, imagine. Can you imagine? Like. Uh. Okay, so like, what is it the thing that the kids do these days? Netflix and chill or whatever. What if this is what you chose to watch with somebody whose pants you were trying to get into or like date? Or Fail. God Unless damn. you both agree, unless that person was a huge fan of Papa Roach, you'd probably have difficulty. <laughs> or unless you, bo- or unless you both agreed that this is god awful, but that still just ruins the romantic. No, mood. what if you like invite this person over, and they actually end up liking it, and and you totally went into this thinking, okay, I'm gonna show them this really bad movie, and we're gonna have fun making fun of it together, like you would with, I don't know, say The Room or Birdemic <laughs> right. or Miami Connection or any other the- really horrible movie. But instead, they actually just end up liking it. This is the what you do when is... that happens. You run. You just yeah. run. <laughs> like, guys, if she, if you ask, so, if you ask her, what did Griffin, Griffith, what did Griffith do wrong? If they say nothing, <laughs> run. You run. Bring Berserk back into this, but hey. Oh, I had no idea what you were talking about, so thank you. So all that. you need to know is that Griffith did everything wrong. Yep. That's the yep. first. That's the first question I ask on my OkCupid profile. Anyway, what did Griffin do did everything. Yeah. Yep. If they say nothing, you run. You run far and run fast because this person obviously feels no compunction whatsoever about sacrificing you as soon as it be- becomes even remotely beneficial. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. So it all starts with. So, into, so hold on, hold on. Let's let's talk about let's talk episode. about let's talk about like the one good part of this movie, no. which was Ryuk. No. no. So I think I think Ryuk no. looked he looked very good. He actually like interacted with the environment, which was great. Uh, I think they did had a very good choice of actor. I think they had a good choice of actor. Just it's not Ryuk. It's though. not right. It's not right though. Yeah. So. so Somebody, I, I saw something on, uh, I think it was Twitter or YouTube the other day that I, I just think with anime, just leave it there. Yeah. Like, just like, leave, like the Your Name movie that just why? got announced? Yeah. That why? That literally came out last year? Leave it alone. Why? There's a style, it, it's, anime is one of those interesting things where it has a style of its own that if one tried to ape with live action doesn't work, but somehow if you take live action or something else and make it an anime, it's like somehow better. <laughs> yeah, there was a uh, there was a video of it mm-hmm. with the clown in the sewer. I saw like, that. That was great. Anime style, and it's like the coolest thing yeah. ever. And so it goes one. It's a one way street with anime. You can't. I've never seen anything that was an anime done successfully. I it's mean, we we had. Did we do a? It's because it's stylized. Else? Probably not, because I was the only idiot who probably actually went and saw it. Uh, it's because it. Well, no, it's it's because it's it's stylized. Well, is and that... even if there's a bad anime adaptation of a live action thing or a video game, I'd rather watch that. Right. Well, no. What a it bad is is live action adaptation. Well, no, anime. no, no. What it is is that is that with anime you have a stylized medium. Mm-hmm. When you are transferring that to live action, you have to strip that away. Right. You are subtracting a kind of integral part of the original medium. Mm-hmm. When you are adapting live action to anime, you are adding stylization adding style. to it. That's the difference. Well, so then you should be adding stylization from the film media. Well, according to the, to the Death Note movie, 
you do that by doing really shitty lighting and adding 80s music that has no place oh. in being there. That was like does not deserve that song. Yeah. No. It does not deserve that song. It does not deserve that song. Um also, why did they make every character an idiot? <laughs> they when they found every... they couldn't pay Kristen Stewart to be in yes! the movie. She, that's the first thing that came out of my mouth when I was watching it is this looks like a discount Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Huh. And like, no she's actually to the actress playing it. Or actually no offense to Kristen Stewart. Because she's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. I but as like a celebrity persona, I dig Kristen Stewart. Like yeah. why? Why would they do that? <sighs> to be fair though, to be fair though, her character is more light than light is. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Um like at the end of the movie, it's revealed that that Light Turner had this like whole complicated plan, and I'm like, I don't buy it. Because you're a stupid I don't believe, motherfucker. Because I don't believe that this light was smart enough to come up yeah. with that plan. Yeah, he just comes across as really boneheaded. But you guys, he does person. other people's homework. Obviously, he's smart. Yeah, right. Which right. which anime <laughs> light that, would never that do. Just because he does other people's homework doesn't mean he does it right yeah. all the time. Maybe he like yeah. fudges right. a question so right. maybe they get like. A B minus instead of a B. It's still really dude, good grade. Dude, that not an A that, plus though. That pissed me off to no end because Anime Light would never do someone else's homework. Oh no, no, because that's under the table. That doesn't benefit him directly. What Anime Light would do is Anime Light would host a study party because it gets the same does the, has the same effect, but improves his. Uh, Peerage, so to speak, among other students well, and among faculty. Standing. Right, which doing just doing other people's homework like for cash right. doesn't. Yeah, it just makes you. Look that's like that's the difference. That's the difference. Is that anime light is always thinking about how he can better his situation. Yeah, this light is is just a goddamn idiot. Also, they made this L, like. First of all, I don't believe he's a great detective. He's ba- right. he appears ba- capable of basic cognition at the beginning to be like, no, he's not actually Japan. The Kira is not actually in Japan. He's in Seattle. He's Tristan. in Seattle. He's in Seattle. Um, but after that, he's like the most impulsive, like off the handle character in the entire movie. And yet they go into his backstory and how he's supposed to be like this genius investigator because he didn't go insane from this government program. And I'm like, I don't believe it. And this, and this brings us back to the conversation about like, you have to, you have to pretend that it's not the anime when you go to watch this. And, and there's, I, I can see how you could take the concept and turn it into its own thing, but they, they bring too much of the essence of the anime into this movie. For yeah. Yes. To do that. Yes. There's... So it's, you, and it doesn't always work. Either. It could be, it, it could have been a movie about the concept of death note, which is there's a book. And you write names in it, and people die. And it could have been like a fun, like, yeah, I don't know, Netflix horror, whatever, right? But they bring, they inject so much of the original anime into into the movie that it's impossible to, to do turn so. it into a teen drama, right? Right. Yeah, it doesn't right. give itself enough space or room to grow organically as its own separate. Like, even besides, right. if you want to be that person and ignore the entire thing of whitewashing the story. 
Which can mm-hmm. we just all agree that was really like the shittiest thing? The shittiest Absolutely. thing. Okay. Like, like so here's now the that thing. that's Had... out of the way, and well, like so, even so, if so, here's how I think this could have worked. You have this piece of, you have this film that just it doesn't try to stand on its own. It's like what the Ghost in the Shell movie does, where it just takes things from the original source material without offering anything to stand up on its own two legs. Right. Yep. Or right. considering where those things are supposed to naturally fit in. Right. Like, there's a scene where where Light threatens Ryuk, maybe I'll write your name in the book. And Ryuk tells him, good luck. You gotta get my name. There's four letters in my name, and the most anyone has ever gotten is two. First of all, we've already seen Ryuk's name written in the death note yeah. because <laughs> someone writes in the margins, don't trust Ryuk. <laughs> And even then, that only works in Japanese because it's supposed to be there are four characters in my name. Right. And the most anyone has gotten are two because in Japanese, characters have different meanings and different right. pronunciations. So Ryuk could just be the first two characters in Japanese. Mm-hmm. But in English, that doesn't work at all. God damn it. I mean, realistically, like things this movie didn't need. Ryuk. Rules yeah. in the yeah. book. Yeah. Apples. Like there's well, so many. Things well, hold on. So 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 need. the book does need rules. Eh? The book does need rules. I mean, the rule the, the rule could be you write how and why, or I'm uh, sorry, who and how. Well, so the original. So I was never a like a super huge original Death Note fan, mm-hmm. but I really like the first season yep. of it because I what I really like about it is I like the sort of cat and mouse game, the detective right. game, the the Holmes and Moriarty of Light versus L. Like that's what I really enjoy from from Death Note the anime, right. is I like them outsmarting each other, planning, counterplanning. Like I really like that. But the rules of the Death Note are really important to that. Speaking of that, speaking to that, I think the other thing I really liked about the anime is that there was a clearly defined Holmes and a clearly defined Moriarty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Light was except for that moment where Light forgot that he was Moriarty yeah. and joined Holmes, yeah. and then yeah. remembered he was Moriarty yeah. again later, all according to plan. <laughs> That's when the show starts getting a little bit off the rails. But well, to be fair though, like like I could still foresee that. Like I could still see anime Light pulling that off. Yeah. Like I could see Light n- knowing himself well enough. To know that if I set this up, if I weren't doing this, this is what I would do. Mm-hmm. And setting that plan around that. Like, that I can see anime like doing. Because he's just, like, insanely brilliant enough to actually do that. Right. Like, Turner, however, is a dumbass stick in the mud. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Sorry, Dan. Uh, we really going off the rails, just shitting all over this movie when no, you were trying is, to this... do the organized thing and start from the beginning. No, no. This, hey, this, hey. The fact that we're still talking about the subject matter in the title of the episode of the spoiler cast yeah. is 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 lovely enough. We can, Yay! We can now, yeah. now, now, here's what I would have done. Here's how I would have done this series: mm-hmm. is I would have done this as a prequel to Death Note the anime. I would have said it in the '80s. So that the music choices would have made sense. <laughs> and I would have done a different cast of characters. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had Light and L and Mies and Mia. Ugh. <laughs> um, like I would have brought L in 
at the very end. Is there a Mia in this? I forget if there's a love interest in this series. This has been so long since I've yes. watched it. And so Misa in the anime Misa. series okay. is... Oh my God, becomes Mia? Good God. Yeah. Good God. Yep. Um, <laughs> is... So key differences, she's very obsessed with Light. Okay. But Light is not necessarily super obsessed with her, okay. except with how he can use her. Okay. That's the key difference in the relationship between the anime and this pile of garbage. Is that it's a very one-sided thing because Light knows he can use her. She is devoted to him. She's obsessive about him. Mm-hmm. El- Light is not obsessive about her, but he knows that she's a useful asset. Huh. And she's also a fairly popular, fairly influential uh, idol. And so aligning with her is a good move for his future. Because, again, everything Light does in the anime is to sort of better himself or better his situation. Which I guess is kind of the case in this movie, except the I don't believe that Light Turner, I don't believe that Light Turner can do any of it. He just comes across as... No, Light Turner comes across as someone who's running high on a revenge fantasy. Right. There's never, like, he never has a moment of trying to better himself or the world. Right. At least until not until later on where he's like, we can do this and we can, you know, knock off all these people. But even then, it seems more like a getting off on the high of it rather than a personal crusade. Right. Right. Mm. Mm. Allie, is that a mechanical keyboard? Yes, yeah, sorry. I was trying to look oh. something up. Um, They're no, so good. <laughs> no, I love mechanical keyboards. It was click, like click, a really click, soothing. Click, 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 it was like click, a really click, soothing. Click. It was a soothing sound. Please <clears> leave I mean, that you in could, post. You could do that story, though, because... Because the author of Death Note did a pilot manga chapter cha- chapter that mm-hmm. was about a different person, right? You could have just made it so, that story about exactly Taro that's Kagami what I'm talking about instead of like Yagami, who's like right. A that's what I'm talking about. No, thirteen. He's thirteen and discovering the Death it, Note. Like if you did it as like a prequel set in like the eighties before, and just left Death Note the anime as it was, and then like I said maybe introduced L at the end being. Like, to sort of, like, tie into this would also explain why L was so quick to pick up what was what would be going on mm-hmm. in the anime. Yeah. That's how I would have done it. I, was, I would have introduced L and not even shown him at the end, but have him just be the letter L. Yeah. You know? That's how I would have approached this. Netflix, that would give this man me, money. That's, that would have given you the freedom to make it an American story. Rather than trying to cram an originally Japanese story into an American setting. Yeah. It wanted... There's a phrase I'm trying to think of about how it basically wanted to do everything, but then also act like it was an original take on something, if that makes sense. It wanted its cake and to fuck it too. Yes. Yes, that's what I was trying... How could I not remember that? That's what I was trying to think of. It wants to eat its cake and fuck it too. Yes, eat its cake and fuck it too. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it also like I feel like didn't have a really good idea of what kind of audience it wanted because in, no. in the original anime all like obviously there's a lot of issues about like violence and censorship of violence in Japanese media in general which like some reviews of this movie I've seen haven't really taken that into account because mm-hmm. a lot of times in Japanese media you're not really allowed to show a lot of 
gore, mm-hmm. unless if it's like a specific kind of thing. I, I, yeah. I, it's hard to explain. I'm also kind of talking out of my ass. But even so, mm-hmm. the original series didn't have a lot of gore in it, and there was a lot of gore in this movie, which I love gory horror movies, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But it felt like it was trying to appeal to that audience, but then also appeal to like this the really weird deep philosophical kind of thinking audience and then maybe also the death note audience and then there's just like a little smidgen of oh no wait we're trying to appeal to the people who like really shitty movies so let's purposefully make a shitty movie <laughs> yeah and like poke oh fun and, at and at the same time at the same time we have to throw in a really crappy teen drama romance story yeah oh yeah. my god is it bad oh my god is it, it was bad? like i will say i don't know if the word watchable is appropriate but the movie get. I, I'm giving every every anything I'm about to say is going to give give the movie too much praise, but I I think the movie gets better. I'm not saying it's good by the end. I just think it gets it gets better. It does. <laughs> as it it goes gets along. It gets better in the sense of wow, I'm watching a really exciting train wreck happening in front of yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the beginning first is it's just so cringy. Like first it's yeah. just cringy, but then by the time you get to the the chase scene between Turner and L. And like yeah. they're knocking shit over in restaurants yeah. and whatnot. I'm like, okay, yeah. now I can sit back and really actually just enjoy watching yeah. this because it's just reached this point of ridiculously stupid yeah. that I can't yeah. even yeah. attempt to take it seriously anymore. <laughs> like yeah. the the first half hour is easily the worst. It's so like, cringy. I was I so... was laughing through most of it. Yeah. yeah, and it's so stuffed with just a bunch of shit. The musical yeah. number at the beginning is so good with like the whatever the the, the slow drum beat and the bass line. Oh god! People in slow motion. I'm like, what is happening? Yep. And then, and then the big the big thing that uh, the big reveal that he's been hiding everybody's homework in his backpack. He's been doing. Oh my god. Ugh. Oh good god. Ugh. Oh. All right. Here the scene in detention. Oh. When Ryuk shows up, <laughs> and just. Sorry, I'm trying his, to scream and not his my whiny. Mic. His like just whiny, high pitched little squeal yeah, yeah. is just like I, I yeah. lost it. I was yeah. just like, really? Yeah, really. Yeah, the actor was bad. Um, well, the writing was bad too. I guess maybe it was just bad writing. Also, also, you're in detention, and Ryuk has just trashed the fucking room. Yeah, and you're the only one who can see him. What the fuck happens when the teacher comes back to detention and sees the desk yeah. across the room, everything smashed and destroyed, right. and Light is the only one in there? Also, right outside the window, somebody just died a horrible death. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's when I started laughing, was when that guy died. He's like, this is fucking stupid. Not, uh, there weren't enough heart attacks. Yeah. They just go straight into, you also get to pick how people die. Yeah. Whereas in the anime, Akira very deliberately kills by heart attack. Mm-hmm. That's his signature. Yeah. It's all these crazy murderers start randomly having heart attacks at the same time. Right. That's how you know right. it's, it's him picking you off and not some just accident. Right. And in the anime, he uses the other forms of death when he needs to be cautious about a kill or sneaky yeah. with a kill yeah also there was no fucking potato chip scene there's no goddamn potato chip there's no goddamn potato chip could have eaten 50 apples and i would still be upset because there were no potato chips there were no potato chips he did not take a potato chip and eat it 
I don't remember. Are you forgetting oh, the potato chip yes. scene? You've never yes. seen so the potato chip scene, Dan. I've seen it, I'm sure. It's okay. Been, so it's in, been so long since I watched the original series. Right. So in Netflix, the anime, there is a, or manga or what have you, uh, there is a scene where Light is under is under current surveillance. Surveillance. He is being watched, mm-hmm. and he's not. They're not supposed. He's not supposed to know he's being watched, mm-hmm. but he's found out. So he needs to kill while someone is actively watching him. Okay. So that he can sort of pass it off as, what are you talking about? I was doing homework. So what he does is he buys a bag of potato chips and inserts a small battery-operated television into the bag and then reseals it. Wait, what? Not even joking. He has a page of the death note put in amongst his note his regular college bound notebook yeah so he's at the desk he he's he looks like he's doing homework but he's got the tv in the back so he can look over and see the killers the the criminals names and faces while he's writing so it just looks so everyone's watching him it just looks like he's doing homework while eating chips from a bag yeah and there's this great scene where he's like, and then to throw them off, I'll just take a chip and eat it. And it's like super <laughs> dramatic and over the top. It's like, oh. See, every now and then this movie goes there is the problem. Yeah. It's just like, whoever played L, like, all power to him. I'm sure he's like a great actor in any He was in Get Out. Thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. He was in fucking was Get Out. out. Yeah, he so the, he's, he's a yeah. good so. The guy was, who played L is a, a good actor. Right, he was a musician. Oh my god. He's a great actor. He just had terrible direction in this like, movie. Where did I see him before. Oh my god. He, yeah, he just had terrible direction yeah. in this movie. And he's like doing the L poses and stuff. It just it, it was so out of place. It's in so this out of movie. place. He's just like sitting on his feet like uh, at like the the bar or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I will say I really liked his introductory scene. When they're in the Japanese nightclub with all the dead Yakuza and stuff. Yeah. Like, that scene is... I don't know why that scene stands out among everything else, but it's beautifully lit and beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This... Like, like the cinematography and, like, lighting and stuff in that scene is really good. Like, I was like, okay, this is actually looking... This scene, like, taking this scene on its own is really a good scene. Like it's really like visually interesting. There's good movement. There's good camera movement. It's this weird little like, like tip of the iceberg poking out of the <laughs> s- ocean of filth that is this movie. And I'm just like, why is this one little scene so good? It's what they spent. Oh, all and their time now we're back to garbage. On. Now we're back to garbage. Yeah, yeah. they they spent their entire budget. That was the first thing they shot. Well, and it, but it also. <laughs> And also, that's the scene where we introduce Light, and he's actually introduced fairly well. And introduced well if he were anime L. It's just that then he turns out not to be anime L. Right. And it's a letdown. Yeah. But his introduction yeah, he's like is really super good. emotional. L doesn't get that emotional, does he? No. God, no. Which they could, if, and again, I don't know if it's just, I feel like this movie is just a combination of all the wrong decisions. Yeah. yeah. Because if they had paced it out better as a series as opposed to an hour and whatever film, they could have justified that. I mean, I I liked the idea of them exploring Ellen Watari's relationship as something 
more familial as opposed to just professional. Mm-hmm. I I liked that. I liked that because one of the like I liked Elle as a character when I was into the manga as a teen, but one of the things that was hard for me was the lack I don't want to say lack of humanization of Elle, but just there's this weird dissonance between getting the audience to try to like him, but he's also just really unapproachable. Yeah. As a person, mm-hmm. which is why I think people clung so hard to Misa Misa because out of the whole cast, other than like the detectives of like that immediate circle of people related to Kira, right. Misa mm-hmm. Misa like is the audience yeah. in a lot of ways. Misa Misa is the person you connect with even if she's doing and things like, that you think are really shitty. You know yeah, it's she's like, oh, you poor girl. she's being misguided. Right. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh girl, you're you're no, this is the wrong path, girl. Yeah. It's which a... I which is why I find the movie version of her so bizarre. They make her so completely unlikable. Super unlikable. And yet she's supposed to be a cheerleader? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what her At thing the is. At the begin like, like I'm not fucking cheerleader, her... Al. <laughs> or light like, or whatever the line is. See, I don't even remember any quotes from this movie. Right. It was so and it's like I don't even. And I don't believe again. But you remember? I don't believe chips. that for a second. Well, that was from character. the anime. I, know, I remember just, the potato chips, obviously. Right. I'm just saying you don't remember a quote from a movie you just watched, but you remember the potato chips forever. Because all right, potato I, chips I, when are we're done with this podcast, it. you're watching the goddamn <laughs> potato chip scene. I definitely want to watch that after the after this is over for sure. <laughs> I have to revisit that because I'll probably die laughing. It's pretty great. So that so after this is done, you're using sheer heart attack by Queen in this mm-hmm. podcast because of course you should. And we're gonna watch the, the potato chip scene. And then if you, if you're into it, the other thing that made me laugh hysterically this this week was uh, Ray Lewis's comments on kneeling versus standing on NFL football and NFL games, which is oh god also also worth also worth oh god <laughs> worth a laugh. <laughs> that'll be later anyway um, but i think like i think the god there's so many things wrong with this movie but one thing they could have at least tried to do better was make a character likable yeah because you just yeah, don't so fucking th- like anyone in this movie the, the, the no thing, except for watari's anime. thick ass because that actor has a <laughs> thick ass <laughs> <laughs> there's just this one random shot like near i think in the beginning of the movie where they just kind of focus on his butt almost <laughs> and I had to go back and rewind that. that. I'm like, wow, that's a nice ass. <laughs> Sorry, after whose name I don't remember, but you got a yeah. nice ass. Well, and, and even then, I think the reason, only reason he's a likable character is because he's shown actually comforting and supporting another human being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for real. Um, the thing I liked about the, the anime, and I never saw the Japanese movie or read the, man- the manga, but the thing I really liked about the the anime was that, like we were talking about earlier, there's, there was that Moriarty Holmes vibe. Yeah. It's Hanzo's it's actor. Just... Sorry. What? It's Hanzo's, it's Hanzo's actor. I should know this. Atari <laughs> is Hanzo. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot his name, but I knew he was Paul also Nakauchi. Hanzo. Paul Nakauchi. Sorry, Paul. Oh my God. But you have a nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> now that i'm done embarrassing myself continue (laughs) they used it as the model for genji when they were making overwatch the video game oh god (laughs) uh so like 
the thing I really like about the anime is that, and I, and I didn't think about this until after I saw the movie and was like, I don't know, like taking a shower and thinking about it. I don't know. I'm weird. Anyway, uh, but is that the ori- the original or the anime is like sort of like a like a super villain origin story. And mm-hmm. You never really see that. I, I I don't know of too many things that are like super villain origin stories like that. Like the main character is the villain. Oh yeah, very much. <laughs> and so. you get to see like how he comes into power and how he becomes a villain and what kind of kind of draws him inspires him and makes him the villain that he yeah. is it, it's sherlock holmes versus moriarty yeah. but if moriarty, moriarty was the main character right, right it's really cool um and i really got that or thought about that until i started thinking about that it that's a really again. good point i haven't thought about that either yep um now i have seen the japanese live action movie and I felt that actually did a fairly good job, even though Ryuk was very sort of low-budget CG. Mm-hmm. I, it still felt... It was still better than this. Okay. I mean, it wasn't as good as the anime. Don't get us wrong. Um, but, it, but, the, but this and the original Japanese live-action movie also have different endings than the anime. And that's kind of the inherent issue, is when you're trying to adapt this to a movie. Is that, yeah. is that Death Note in movie form? Light cannot win. Right. You you cannot end a live action Death Note Death Note or any sort of Death Note as a in movie form with light winning. It doesn't work. In in the original anime, spoilers for the original Death Note anime, Light wins, L dies. Right. That's the that's at one point of the movie though, right? That's where it, show, that's the end of the first season. That's the end where I stopped pretty much watching because it's the end where you should stop watching. Yeah, yeah. because sec- season two is just straight garbage. Yeah. Season two, like as much as I love Death Note and will gladly shit all over the Death Note Netflix movie, season two is where it really jumps the shark. Yeah, um, but that's okay for the anime. But when you, because even because you know there's more into it, and you know that Light gets his in the end, right? But that's the important thing is that is that for Death Note to have any sort of like redeeming qualities, or to even end as a series, Light has to die. There's no other way, really, no other way that series can end. And. Unlike a lot of other anime where I feel sometimes when I'm watching them, they just kind of sit there and spin their tires in the mud. Like Death Note moves. Oh, I yeah. Mean, it's, it moves. It's a, it's a series. And it, I mean, you got to keep paying attention every episode yeah. <laughs> for, for the length of the episode it, as it goes through. It moves even in ways that don't entirely make sense. At least it doesn't just kind of stick in its own. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and right. at least at least the Japanese live action Death Note movie, at least that ends with L outsmarting light. Yeah, is how that one goes. Yeah, is that L pulls like a super fast one, and actually catches Light in his own trap. Mm-hmm. That's how that one ends, and it's a good ending for it. Nice. This one is just nope. Ha 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 ha! Light wins. Except oh wait, L has now found a page of the Death Note and will use it to kill him. Ha ha! We think okay. we're gonna get a sequel. Ha ha ha! <laughs> yeah. So that's that's. I'm with Allie on that. It kind of leaves the end open. Like, like... You, you humans know, like, are so interesting. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that was actually a really good Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Thanks, I'm here all day. <laughs> Try the apples. Yeah. Try the pink lady apples. They're my favorite. But yeah, like, Ali, to your point, it does leave it wide open for a sequel. Like, you don't know for sure who wins because you don't see him write his name in the book and you don't know if um, Light planned for, like, some case where L found the book or where he was going to, that he found out his name or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, and another complaint that I have is L in the, in the movie does not deserve that character arc of, oh, this guy fucked me over. It's morally wrong, but I might do the same thing to fuck him over. Because sure, like, he might have had a really close relationship with Watari, but other than telling us that they had one and seeing him cry a bunch after he died right. and disappeared, right. like, it's not... Yeah. It's, he doesn't Again, he doesn't reach it, that point. No. And, and also, like I said, L in this does basically no detectiving. Apart from that first bit of discover- of basically telling everyone, no, no, Kira's in Seattle, and and you don't really see or any of his research. He's just kind of like, yep, he's in Seattle. He's in and Seattle. He needs to know your name, and he needs to know your name. I just figured that out because I'm a genius. Yeah. <laughs> and also, why does he wear his face in a mask like that? Right. Like by default, that's what I want to know too. Yeah, I I was trying to remember what exactly L's situation was in the manga, just because he's really reclusive. But I think that's just because who he is as a person in general is he's really reclusive. Like, he doesn't even go outside for the most yeah. part. And the first time that you see him show up outdoors in the manga is fucking huge. Because it's in, first of all, it's not in some dark, steamy-looking restaurant or cafe, right? It's broad fucking daylight, surrounded yeah. by people. Surrounded by people at school. Yeah. Uh, uh. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this podcast is just going to end with us groaning for five hours about yeah. how bad this was. <laughs> yeah. So, need, needless to say, this did not break the curse. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Yeah. This was nope. not the first good anime live adaptation. And I don't know if I'm barking down a weird tree here, but, um, you know, the new Hellboy movie coming out with that change, they kind of were forced to make in a sense. Mm-hmm. Hiring an Asian actor to play the role of uh, whoever that character was in, in Hellboy. Mm-hmm. I wonder if people are... And, and with Wonder Woman's success, with Get Out's success, <laughs> well, well, I wonder if people are getting to a point where they're starting to understand what folks are actually looking to watch and are looking for. Maybe. I know, right? Well, and well, they can stop blaming Rotten Tomatoes but here's the for thing. all their woes. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> it, it, here's why... Here's why the superhero movie because here's the thing is that the anime to live action mm-hmm. is on paper should be much the same transition as comic book to live action yeah so why has one succeeded so spectacularly where the other one has failed and i think the reason why is that superhero it's gonna sound weird but superhero like comics and stuff Western comics and stuff have almost more of a grounding in reality mm-hmm. yep. than anime does. Because that... it sounds weird. A grounding in what, Tristan? Hmm? A grounding in what? Ground, gra- reality. reality. Ah, okay. 
because I think what it is is that when you look at, say, like a superhero outfit, there's enough room in there to restylize it mm-hmm. when you're bringing it over into live action, you know? Like, yeah. there's enough... There's like enough flexibility because you have this history with multiple authors and multiple artists that something like that has a flexibility to it. Like when you look at like say Batman, who's been around for God almost a hundred years now. Mm-hmm. Like there's been there's been enough different authors, different artists, different imaginings of this character that it's a bit more fluid. That, that there's room for your interpretation of this character. And this is why Western comics are actually just fan fiction. And I will fight anybody who says otherwise. Right? They just... They, Whereas... All, for all intents and purposes, it's fan fiction. It's crude wonder... fan fiction, but it's fan yeah. fiction. <laughs> I almost wonder, Tristan, if what you're saying is like almost the opposite, though. Because I almost, I almost like disagree with you like 180, 180 degrees to where it's almost like anime is too grounded in reality it's got like this uncanny valley to it like i I'm, i can write right now so don't no don't any hollywood directors hear this and get the get an idea but like i'm thinking of like what a cowboy bebop movie would look like mm-hmm. and it's grounded enough in reality the answer that, is bad yeah right right <laughs> so it's it's grand, it's grounded enough in reality that everything would just be kind of like cheap and cheesy looking but you he, know spike you know spike with his right. outfit would just look weird and like awkward Right, because I didn't, you didn't let me get to anime. Yeah. Because just with comics, you've got that flexibility. Right, I think you've it's got totally, enough... yeah, totally crazy, ungrounded, you know. Right, but it's 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 grounded enough that the things that are supposed to look, the things that are, that are supposed to look special, can still look special when you bring them over to live action. And things that are supposed to look normal will still look normal. Mm-hmm. Whereas in stuff like anime and manga. It is perfectly normal for everyday characters to be in bizarre, outlandish outfits. Big green hair. Big green hair, stuff like that, on the reg, doing normal stuff. Whereas if you try and move that over, it's a weird blending of reality and the spectacular. It no. almost kind of kind of comes like, across as like, and maybe this is just me. It almost kind of comes across as like, oh, we're trying to make this character edgy because they have funky colored hair, like Bulma in the Dragon Ball movie. She has a stripe of blue in her hair, as opposed to just blue hair. And I don't know what you could do in like live action film to make that not seem like a quirky character thing as opposed to i, I was I, born with blue hair because right. I was gonna that's say, what I, happens I know. but when you, don't give anybody's weird colored hair just give them normal colored hair right. and make them well that's what so that's <laughs> so, here's, so that's what blue the, hair god damn it well, that's you. what that's what the the jojo's <laughs> bizarre adventure live action movie is doing like that movie looks is very grounded in reality which one even jojo yeah Jojo live action, which I have not had a chance to see because I can't find it anywhere. <sighs> Let me buy it. <laughs> I will pay money for this because I am a consumer whore for Jojo stuff and I need more because the anime hasn't continued. Just 
grind it up and inject it straight into my veins. Yeah, seriously. I will aura if you stand in the way of me and more JoJo's. I will aura 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 you into tomorrow. <laughs> You'll wish time had stopped. So um, is the movie then when you say it's brown? Did like with, if character has green hair, is their hair all green or is it just like brown? It's brown. Know? Okay, it's like okay. regular. So it's like it's like normal people inside of this. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the um, more over the top ornaments of JoJo characters are toned down and changed into more accessories. Right. So, and the stands are all CG, but they actually look the stands actually look really good, a lot better than I thought they would look. Mm-hmm. Um, that looks like that's where that's like actually kind of succeeding. What I'm trying to get at though is that like. Like going back to, to Batman, like when you have Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne looks like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And then when he puts on the suit, he becomes Batman. You know. But I was like, the whole series or the whole comic is stylized enough, like with this very gothic, dark, has this has this very moody atmosphere to it that you can easily take and like, kind of put your own Tim Burton or Christopher Nolan spin on dark right. and, and brooding. And that's that interpretation. Right. Because there's been such a history behind it. Right. And so many other people sort of working with the medium. Right. Whereas stuff like anime and manga is very much driven by the single author. Right. Right. And and because of that, you can have, like, you know, it, it's, it's spot the main characters, guys. Right. Right. Play spot the main character. Boom. It's him because he has green hair. <laughs> Spot the love interest. Right. It's her, 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 her. Oh god, it's the harem series. Her, 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 her. Stop. Like, if anything, if anything, this movie has has just made me want to go back and rewatch season one yeah, of the I will, anime. Me too. I want yeah. to watch it actually. And just, if only to wash it out the taste out of my mouth. <laughs> sitting down before we started recording i really thought to myself okay i'm not gonna be the angry weeb and i'm gonna try to talk about this as a film from just on its own but i'm not a film expert i'm just a viewer but to me as a viewer i can't separate from its medium and to be honest i even reviews that i've seen of the movie from the perspective of somebody who hasn't seen it it's not even like enjoyable fun and i know to a certain extent People might not enjoy hearing people just kind of dump all over something that turned out yep. bad. But the fact that the fact that this movie came out and the Ghost in the Shell adaptation, and then J.J. Abrams or whoever turns around and says, "You know what, Hollywood? I want a piece of that cake. Let's take another like animated film and make it Hollywood." But here's here's the secret about anime movies and just animated movies and TV in general for me. I like it because it's animated. 
Yeah. If you yeah. take that away, I won't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Guys, it loses something in translation. But yeah, yeah. As, as someone who went to college for video and like film theory, I can... As someone who had his ability to watch movies ruined for like two years because of film theory courses. This movie does not stand up on its own, even outside of its original source media. And the thing that's nice about animation, and I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here in terms of genre-wise, but I was talking the other day about with someone about why the show BoJack Horseman works really well for me as an animated show as opposed to live action. I think that a lot of the subject matter that they approach in that show could still be approached very just as poignantly and well as it does in its current form. But I think that I would find it way too overwhelming or melodramatic if it was live action. Mm-hmm. And having it be animated and having a lot of these really weird visual gags and just strange situations because it's a world it's a world inhabited by people and like anthropomorphic animals in case of <laughs> you live under a rock and don't watch the greatest show known to man um i've only watched the first season god I it's so good dan watch it right now <laughs> okay <laughs> well but but like but like i i think of like like imagine trying to turn say archer or hell family guy sure. into a live action sure. series sure it wouldn't work. Well, Family Guy yeah. would be easy. But, sorry, anywho, to go back to my point, it's I can accept these situations more mm-hmm. if they're given to me in a format that's... Right. Br- I lost my train it, of thought. It's a suspension, it's a no, suspension of disbelief. It's yeah, it's a really good way to, to suspend your disbelief when it's animated. About these things. No, I think it's... I think it's an awesome point I didn't have never thought about. So, like, do I really that's... think that a guy in reality would steal a part of the Hollywood sign to tell somebody that they love to tell somebody that they love that person? No, and I feel like if I saw that in a movie, it would wildly veer from like a good show that has a good combination of seriousness and comedy to well, this is just a straight up comedy, and I'm not enjoying it anymore. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, it does make sense because taking it back kind of full circle to Death Note, right? Like that the concept of the movie, like if you just write it down on a piece of paper, like a like a one page synopsis of the plot, like it sounds really dumb mm-hmm. when you think about it in live action, but it really works when it's Yeah. You know, when somebody's stealing a book that kills when it somebody steals a book that kills people in live action, it just feels like this year's like schlocky horror dumpy, movie. Like schlocky October yeah. horror movie. Um, and I love like those. I'm gonna go see the new yeah. Facebook horror movie because oh, I think yes. it looks fucking great. What's it, what's it called again? Friend, um, friend, is it friend request? Uh, friend request. No, unfriended. Yeah, yeah. No, unfriended Unfri- was the other one. This one yeah. is called friend request. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But, but but even get back like like if you took Archer and turned that into a live action series, mm-hmm. it wouldn't work because in live action you wouldn't ha- none of the characters would be likable. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I think that's what it right? is. It would turn into if you. It, it would just be mean, if it was live action. Yeah, like no, if you took Archer and made it live action, it wouldn't be mean. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be funny. It would just be like mean and callous. Yeah. Whereas, because it's animated. Yeah. You know, it's it's a little lighter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, live action archers. No one would like any of the characters. 
Interesting thought. I guess I agree with you. I wonder if that's really it. I wonder if it's just the human element. <laughs> you can well, attach do... yourself enough, right? Like you said, like a suspension of disbelief on the characters because they're animated, hand-drawn, as opposed to people. Well, and, and we humans, we do tend to f- screw things up. Yeah. And also, the human element. <laughs> if you were to do that, and just in general, when you take something that's animated and try to make it live action, that's your way of... That's I feel like you as a general word that's your way of saying well this medium that it's originally from it's not legitimate i'm going to legitimize right. mm-hmm. it by using it, right. it in this way which is <laughs> shitty just shitty in general i think i think it says that accidentally i don't think that's the intention though only because there's such a reliance these days on reboots and remakes oh yeah and, i th- i think and, it's and things... entirely not intentional for most people i think right. when this trend but i agree yeah. started to happen i think that was more of an obvious thought in people's minds and now right. it's just kind right. of a non-present subconscious not <laughs> right. like a very subconscious we need to make thing. money here's the thing like right. we need to make money here's the thing that already makes money like Everybody that's why the, your name thing really irritates me because that's just obviously a cash grab because that movie did so well and then J.J. Abrams looks at it and says, well, I want to get a piece of that success pie. Right. Okay. Here, turn that, turn that around. I can get in that butthole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's room. And, like, yes, um, I get it. I'll, it's, you know, some people from Toho Studios are working on it, but it's not going to be the same, and it's not going to be as successful, because guess what? An already really great version of this story came out. Yeah. Just go watch that. Yeah, right. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Now, going, going back, I will say... I. I, will, I, I also realize I say I will say way too much. There's one thing I can think of. One series I can think of that might actually be well-suited to a live-action Western adaptation. Trigun. Yeah. If you if you did... Well, <laughs> no. no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is that the sci-fi Western genre has become firmly established. We have stuff like Firefly to thank for that. Yeah, but I want Trigun as far away from Joss Whedon as possible at this yeah. point. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say anything about Joss Whedon, but <laughs> but the genre is established enough, and I think it's been long enough since we've had anything to do with Trigun, that I think you could do it as a series, not as a movie. God, not as a movie. But I think there'd be a lot of potential there because it's already kind of Western enough in terms of like the setting and everything, they, they, as long as you made it like really clear, no, no, this is a sci-fi western story. Like, like as long as you started from that base, I think it could really work. Yeah, I think it gets too weird towards the end. Uh, to work. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to think of that just in my brain. I was thinking to myself the other day, if there was somebody who had to take an animated something. And make it live action. Who could do it well? And I don't know why, but the first name that popped into my mind was Del Toro. And I think that's only because if yes. you were to describe Pacific Rim to somebody, they'd be like, wow, that sounds really dumb and fun. I'm going to enjoy that. But it's not just, like, it's dumb and fun in a lot of ways, but it's also, like, surprisingly deep and emotionally, mm-hmm. like, resonant with pe- resonant with people. <laughs> so, so Pacific Rim, here's the thing. The reason I think Del Toro... The reason I think Del Toro works and the reason why Pacific Rim works is because Del Toro has a deep and abiding love and respect for the original genres. Right. 
even and he's and Pacific Rim is an original story. Yes. It is a but it is written as a love story right. to these two other genres. Right. And that's why it works. And you can come to a story and say, God, you know, I really love the story. I want other people to experience it too. You just give them that story. Don't try to I don't know. This this is getting into really weird this is getting rid into a really weird gray area because I'm going to start down a weird path that will then end to me leading. But I like the new Ghostbusters. <laughs> so now you have a lot of explaining to do. So here, here's what I will say. Leave me alone, Dan. So, Leave me alone. I'm going to get married so, to Kate McKinnon, okay? So new Ghostbusters. I like those actors. I yeah, like those actresses. Did. Absolutely. I like those actors, actresses together because they've done other things and they work really well off of each other. I cannot stand them in that movie. Yeah, I, I agree with Tristan on that one, but maybe I just spite like it. We can hmm. we can agree to disagree on Ghostbusters two thousand whatever sixteen. I don't even remember when that movie came out. Jesus, I think it was just last year, wasn't it? Probably. Probably. The wound is still too real, <laughs> too fresh, too deep. I, was say. I, uh, I will admit, I think honestly, part of it was I went into that movie telling myself I'm going to enjoy it just despite a bunch of man children. There you go. Filthy feminist. Just filthy. Yeah, that's not why. That's not why I didn't enjoy it. I just <laughs> didn't love the. I didn't. I didn't love the. And I just thought the writing was a little off. I guess. It's yeah. hard. I love it's, the actresses. Yeah, I, I think like. Yeah. Sorry, I don't want to talk about Ghostbusters anymore. I but, feel like I'm going to get no, in but trouble. No. <laughs> but 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 actually, without again, without spoiling anything on Ghostbusters side, I think it, taking it again full circle to to Death Note is like I know it's the same medium within the same medium, but it's the same idea, right? Where it's like let's take this thing that everyone loves, that everyone loves, and let's redo it yeah. somehow else, and you and know, everyone will love it the exact same amount instead of instead of crafting a unique storyline with these awesome actresses who are extremely funny normally let's let's just uh redo ghostbusters and like put all the same beats in there yeah. and... is the, so is and... the mistake with ghostbusters then not that it's not a sequel then would it have worked better if it was a sequel to original ghostbusters i think it would have i think it would have worked better as a sequel okay if you had gotten like like uh dan Aykroyd and bill murray in there to do cameos like if you had oh. gotten in and had like Dan Aykroyd is in a loony bin, you know, because he went insane from all the stuff that he did as a Ghostbuster, and the Ghostbusters have been basically like out of business for like twenty five years, and everyone's kind of moved on. Mm-hmm. But now, say something's happening, something's coming back, or like say the containment field is failing. If you had the original team there as sort of like mentors i feel would or even just to get the ball rolling yeah i like the latter point there yeah that's like like if they had like if they had found the old like all their old like proton packs and stuff and then built new stuff from it Mm -hmm. you know that's how i think it would have worked is it is actually truly paying homage to the old stuff at the same time, sort of bringing it in, and it, it's why I think um, it's why I think uh, my brain is just completely your completely brain is stopped. full of fuck. My my mind just full right. of fuck. Um, 
That's why I think Force Awakens worked so That's, well. I was going to use that as an example myself too. Because it's it's the older generation handing off the right. torch to the younger generation mm, okay. and actually doing it right. Yeah. The other thing I would have done is I would have gotten Del Toro to direct the new Ghostbusters. Just oh, yeah, get Del Toro to direct everything, please. Just yeah, get Del Toro to direct everything. Seriously. He's trying. Hold off all He's trying, so damn it. Del Toro. Del Toro tries to direct everything. Yeah. And that's ultimately the downfall is he takes too much on his plate. But, yeah. but like, imagine like ghost designs and stuff with, with Del Toro right. at the helm. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Yes. So if there's one thing to take away from episode 54 of the spoiler cast is that Del Toro makes everything better. Yeah, seriously. And you should just direct every movie that comes out from now on. Gee, now I'm really rethinking my thoughts on Ghostbusters, but like in a good way. And you can like it. I just didn't like it. I, well, I only <laughs> saw it the one time and I don't know, maybe if I watched it again, I'd be like, it's all right. Because I'm honestly trying to think in my brain now, has there ever been a remake or reboot of anything that I've enjoyed more than the original, and nothing, nothing's popping to my mind just yet. Same. I find that's an yeah. easier question to answer with songs. Yeah, <laughs> songs are almost always better remade. Basically, Rufus Wainwright could touch any song and turn it into fucking gold. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I'd say eighty percent of the time, when an artist re- remakes a song from the past, it's better because it's almost like it was the original songwriter like I, I know a lot of artists take like bob dylan songs and make them their own and that usually works really really well it's just an example because he wrote all these stuff these songs on a guitar with a harmonica but this song was really meant for this type of music yeah for, for acid rock and this song was really made for metal or i don't know whatever and... <laughs> well for example i really like steel panthers cover of don't stop believing right leaks more than i like the original song because they give it more of a of a power like a power ballad, right? Power metal feel to it. And then and then of course you have the the shining example of Hurt, the Hurt cover by Johnny Cash of the original uh, Nine Inch Nails version. Yep. Or how many? Or um, all along the Watchtower. Right. I mean that's that's what I was which thinking. That of. Jimi Hendrix I, made famous, yeah, but right. was written by right Dylan. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm just remembering what happened when I discovered that there was a Scarlett Johansson Tom Waits cover album and it made me really sad. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because yeah, yeah, I'm getting really off track. I'm so sorry. Well, yeah, to that note, is there anything else that anybody wanted to touch on for the Death Note movie or any other any kind of any final thoughts? Because I sure as heck don't have any. Uh... So, I so getting from, back oh. into the getting back into the weird combination of anime and real life. Um apparently neither of these two have heard of her. Um but there's a YouTuber that has recently started getting very popular by the name of Kizuna Ai. Well no. She's the world's don't. I don't want she's to the world's first this. virtual YouTuber. She is so she has a voice actress and face actress. And body capture, I believe, as well. But everything else is computer generated in real time, which is technically amazing, like from a technical standpoint. Um, it's also kind of it's weird and interesting enough watching basically an anime character playing video games and reacting to them in real life, or like doing commentary and stuff. 
Plus, she's adorable, which helps. But <laughs> no, I, I think her grumpy face. I think her grumpy face and is my is favorite. this is why you're alone. <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh, wow. Just, yeah. just stab it in there and twist it around a little bit. Sure. <laughs> I wasn't using that ventricle. <laughs> Allie, were there any thoughts, final thoughts at all on Death Stairs? It's garbage. It's not yeah. even enjoyable garbage. It's enjoyable garbage once. I don't think you could pay me enough to watch it again. I, he was going to say, yeah. I can't imagine watching the movie. Like, I had... I think I wouldn't have enjoyed it if I wasn't watching it with someone else and we were ripping on it together. Right. Like, as a as an adaptation of a piece of media that was already pretty all pretty good, it's bad. As yeah. its own standalone thing, it's not great. I guess. Like I've seen yeah, a lot yeah. of people I try to say, bad, "Oh, yeah. it's still a good movie." If you look at it's it not. from not being based on anything or like it could have been good, but like these are the things working against it. And it's like, it's not even, it, it's just really, you're, confused. you're giving it too much credit. It's a really yeah, confused I, movie. I just think it's, it's still really bad. It's, it's a very yeah. confused movie that doesn't have nearly enough time to spread out and have characters actually develop and grow the way they are supposed to. Yep. Yeah, there's there's just way too much pack. Like like you, I think like you had said, Dan, the first half hour is just awful because there's too much stuff squeezed in there. Right, and again, it's because it's all necessary because the original series, like I said, does it moves. It, I mean, it goes yeah. and, and, <laughs> and it covers a lot. It you, lets you develop the characters meaningfully. And you could you could theoretically say, well, you know, it stands on its own. But like you pointed out, Tristan, it relies on you knowing the original story. To a certain degree, yeah, yeah. There are, there's no right. way that these story beats could even remotely make any sense or be plausible, right. If you don't already come in knowing some basic right. facts about it, right? Yeah, and that's what people have been saying about the JoJo's live-action movie is that if you aren't familiar with the world of JoJo's, like if you don't know what a stand is and how it works, you are left by the wayside. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because. Because JoJo's live action is a Japanese live action movie made out that is making a live action movie following its own beats. So it's not trying to completely adhere to the original content. But it is doing it of a series that is the single most popular franchise in Japan probably ever. Which which then begs the question again, why? Like why are they bothering? But anyway. Uh, they're bothering for the 30th anniversary. Oh, okay. So it's a celebration piece is what it is. And it's also because like JoJo's it has knows been its audience times. and is saying, okay, it's our it's the 30th anniversary. And we know our audience is hardcore enough that they would want something like this. That, yeah. that they want something like this and that they know enough going in that we don't have to lay it all, spend time laying it all out. And you could say a lot about, you know, well, you shouldn't make a piece of art for other people you should just make it for yourself and i agree. no i strongly disagree i super strongly disagree okay. <laughs> i went to hampshire i went to hampshire i had to sit through film theory and film students putting their pieces of garbage out in front of me and what i want to ask them was who are you making this for because if you're just making it for yourself then don't show it to me go sit in your room watch it and masturbate to it okay i guess i'm not gonna talk anymore <laughs> 
No, Allie. If, if, Allie. if you are making something like this, you are making it for an audience. You are making a story to be told to other people, and you should be thinking about who you are telling it to. All right, Allie. Ah! All right, Allie. What's, no, what, I'm, I'm good. What's your counterpoint? I'm good. You I have... think I, I, you know what? It's all good. I have, <laughs> I have my knitting. I have my Oktoberfest beer. I'm good. <laughs> oh, is that Sam Adams Oktoberfest? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's really yeah, good. It is really good, yeah. <laughs> it is really good. I didn't think I'd ever find myself saying, I like Sam Adams, but like they have some really nice oh, I seasonal love stuff. Sam Adams beer, yeah. Oh, yeah. Their usual stuff is... is I like their lager, passable. too, honestly. Like, if I go to a bar and that's it's just like Bud Light, Bud Heavy, I just feel whatever like, else. this is going to sound terrible, I feel like I can't not podcast without some kind of weird or interesting or just fun beer to drink. No, that's that's a that's a cool... Slash, I went to an valid. Oktoberfest We're party just... last night, so I'm just yeah. all all about the Oktoberfest right now. <laughs> well, we're drinking polar black cherry seltzer, so we're drinking some interesting beverages. Oh, lovely. Mm. It's not unicorn sparkles. You can't get that yeah, anymore. Tristan but... fused ginger with what whiskey? Early? Yeah. Nice. So I've got some uh, I've got some Irish whiskey that I've been infusing with uh, <laughs> fresh cut ginger root for like a week. And it's not exactly working. I think the I think the whiskey is too strong mm-hmm. that the that the ginger is not really getting in there or into the flavor profile. Hmm. I just oh well, it's still whiskey. I just know one of these days I'm gonna sit down and record after making myself a Moscow Mule, and I'm gonna be sloppy, and I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> to well, that'll be a wonderful and fun. I can't not. I have sure. the copper glasses for it. God damn it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So, where can you find the spoiler cast? You can find it on iTunes and Stitcher and... In the bottom of your glass. And in the bottom of your glass. <laughs> uh, you can also find our stuff on threeheadedboy.com, as well as our video channels um, at YouTube and, of course, our kind of more promoted video channel at vid.me slash threeheadedboy. Tristan, is there anything left out or something you want to you wanna promote? Eh, I think we really covered it. Allie, is there anything you wanted to promote or anything like that uh sorry <laughs> i was the one thing <laughs> the one thing i will say is i'm very excited because i saw a new trailer for the a silent voice movie because they just announced their dub casting and they casted a deaf actor as the main character who is deaf oh that's awesome so good that's so cool say whatever you so want least, about least... dubs i personally thought that the dubs in the trailer that i saw at least were really really good i'm really excited to see somebody appropriately cast for this role so that's really About i don't damn know if time. the japanese actresses but i know that the english dub actresses so that's it's re- like japan really good japan you need to use more child actors to voice children yes, in anime seriously. come on that's why sugumi from sweetness and lightning works so well <laughs> she's so adorable but yeah i just wanted to throw that out there i saw that i saw that today and that that brightened my day Awesome, and I hope it brightened the the days of, of those listening as well. I did also just remember to bring up, uh, if you are playing Destiny 2, we have an official oh, three-headed yeah. boy Destiny 2 clan. Please, for the love of God, join. We need more people. <laughs> it's, a, it's a party of two right now. Party of two. <laughs> no, it's party of three is the Ninja Sex Party song. My bad. Keep going. Yay. Until next time. I'm Dan. I'm Tristan. I'm Allie. And I'm... <laughs> It's like you always said. And we were all Sometimes triggered. you just have to pick between the lesser of two evils. Which one am I? The lesser of two evils.
the world may never know. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Here we go. Potato chip scene. Oh, God.